Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist at National Jewish Health in Denver, Colorado. This November, I'm going to be speaking to a variety of guests about the myths surrounding lung cancer screening, ranging from radiologists to pulmonologists to nurse navigators and even patients themselves. Today, I'm talking to Linda Dowling, a nurse navigator at Rush University Medical Center in Chicago. After obtaining her BSN, Linda focused her career on outpatient oncology and on thoracic nurse navigation. In 2015, she joined Rush and is focused on implementing and growing the Rush Lung Cancer Screening Program. In addition to lung cancer screening, Linda helped form the Tobacco Oversight Committee at Rush, which strives to deliver evidence-based smoking cessation intervention to Rush patients, employees, and the surrounding community. So Linda, it's such a pleasure to be with you today. And I think as we, as I mentioned there, we're going to be talking about some of the misconceptions or myths that patients may have. And I wonder from your perspective, if you could just give an overview of what exactly is lung cancer screening and what kind of misunderstandings or misconceptions do you think patients may have? Sure. Lung cancer screening is a very, very simple exam. It's relatively new. It was just covered, began being covered by insurance about five years ago. And what it is, is a CT of the chest, but it actually delivers a lower dose of radiation. And The background behind lung cancer screening is that there was considerable testing and research and review, and they compared this type of exam to a chest x-ray. And there was a very large screening study that occurred. And what they found is, over time, comparing these two elements, that a low-dose CT of the chest was more effective in in identifying lung cancer, because really that's what you want to do with a screening. You want to be able to find disease when there are no signs and symptoms of disease in and of itself. And in the setting at Rush, can you talk through what a patient would experience when they come in for lung cancer screening? Sure. And before I explain our program, I'd like to share with everybody at large that every lung cancer screening is, is program is a little bit different, but the goal is obviously the same, is to screen and identify lung cancer. So at Rush, either our primary care physicians or pulmonologists or sometimes other specialists will order the exam for their patient. The patient goes ahead and schedules it. They complete their exam. And prior to COVID-19, either myself or my other nurse colleague would meet with the patient after their exam. And we certainly would address any questions that a patient might have specific to their exam and also kind of explain the workflow. Because certainly the patient needs completed the exam 
But then our thoracic radiologist reads and evaluates it and creates a recommendation for follow-up. And the vast, vast majority of patients who come for screening, the recommendation is for them to come back the following year. So we explain that, and then we also share with them the various forms in terms of how they'll be communicated with. Lung cancer screening is appropriate for people who are older than 55 and who have a history of smoking. And so, and that could include current and former smokers. So when we would meet with patients, if a patient was a current smoker, we would use this as a sort of a teachable opportunity to help patients quit smoking. So we'd share resources, but I think also most importantly is approach it from a space and an area of compassion. Smoking is a highly addictive behavior. And in order for patients to be eligible for screening, they need to have smoked for a long time. So we know that it's not an easy habit to break, but we really want to help and guide patients. And what I oftentimes would share with patients was that one, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't talk about tobacco cessation. But two, I felt that I was doing an effective job that given day and time if I just planted the seed and got them thinking and beginning to contemplate quitting. And so, you know, it's a complex process and it's one that sort of unfolds over time. I can see that. And as you've described it, I think it is sounds like it's very supportive of the patient and important that patients don't feel threatened. Have you had patients ever be just really nervous or concerned or do they have specific questions that they have for you when they come in or you get to meet with them afterwards? Yeah, I think, you know, some of the the questions are they they may still not fully understand what the exam is and what the intention is. So I try to really clear that up and explain that we're, you know, they don't have lung cancer, but based on their history, their medical history and their smoking history, they're eligible for this exam. So I think that's an important aspect. The other important takeaway that I really want patients to understand is that when they do their screening, it's not really a one-time exam. They need to view it as an annual test. And what I found in speaking with our patients was they probably or may not have heard that when the exam was first ordered from their provider. So what I encourage them to do is think of this as part of their other health screenings, be it mammography or other cancer screenings, annual wellness visits. So really to engage and know that. So a lot of patients took that to heart, which is encouraging, but it's something that they didn't quite understand, I think, when they were completing their first exam. Oh, that is such good advice and and such a nice way to frame it for patients. Well, Linda, thank you so much for your time today. And we will look forward to hopefully seeing more patients get in for lung cancer screening and decreasing the burden of lung cancer. So thank you. And thank you for having me. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. 